Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Hope you're all doing well this week. Uh, we're back again. Yep, three in a row. Uh, 2019, off to a great start so far. Uh, joining me today with a very special guest is Kyle. Hello, everyone. Kyle, how's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? I am alive. That's the, the positive answer, right? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, now, now, tell me about your emotions. Nope, not I'm not kidding. doing that. <laughs> I, I, already, I already pay somebody to do that. Um, or my insurance does, at least. Uh, so uh, today, we're a few weeks removed from the finale, but we didn't get a chance to talk at all about the show when it started because we had been on hiatus. So... Uh, I know Kyle and myself and our guest, of course, but uh, also Tom were big fans of the series Titans, which debuted on the DC Universe uh, earlier this October. Or last October, I should say, since it's the new year. Um, there was some hesitation and some fear going into it, but we all watched it, and uh, I think the three of us, Tom, Kyle, and myself, enjoyed it a great deal. But we'll, we'll get into that, and we're going to talk all about the first season and what we liked, maybe what we were hoping for that didn't it didn't occur yet we'll just say yet there's still a season coming yet um we're gonna keep it positive mostly there are of course some critiques but um i think overall we were ha happily uh, surprised with this show uh and how different it is from the other dc cw shows and, and just dc or comic book shows i should say overall um but to talk about it with us is a man who uh ho knows a thing or two about podcasts and um yeah he just he he, he He's a master of podcasts. Uh, he does a lot of writing as well. Uh, it's Andy B. What's a podcast? Is that one of those uh, radio things? <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. It's like it's like a book that speaks to you. A book? Wait, <laughs> wait, are, are, wait. Are you going all? I don't know. Are you going I... all? Um, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, I like what you like. You know, it was a. It was like a servant who used to work for the bees, and now he is a book. Exactly. It's a magical item, not at all technology-related. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And... No, no, thank you for those kind words, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, real quick, tell our tell our listeners what shows you're a host of, or what shows I, you, you kind of oversee. I do. I host uh, the Flash Podcast and Times Podcast for the DC Podcast Network, been doing flash now for about i mean this will be the fifth year and i've been doing um science podcast for almost i mean this will be i mean since today if this year month i think it'll be a year since we started and and then also for the fun quack podcast network i also co-host the chilling sabrina podcast which is for the new netflix show sabrina so um yeah those are the shows i do Perfect, and uh, you're also part of uh, the Marvel Report as well. I, I guess I am. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, yes, I, I am part of the Marvel Report. Yes, I, this will be our. Uh, I think this will be our fourth year. Maybe. I want, yeah, I want to say third or fourth. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Fourth. Yeah, you guys. We um, get, we we gotta get a cake. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean something. <laughs> I am something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe Lauren has a hookup with some cake people. Um, oh, oh, I mean, she bakes now. I mean, she bakes a lot. So I, you know, I mean, who needs a screw? We don't need a cake. Uh, we can get her. Uh, I know she does like beautiful, delicious. Um, what should I call it? Uh, cupcakes. So you know, we can go with that. There you go. Um. All right. So 
what we do with guests on our show, whether they be celebrities or uh, podcast celebrities, um, we uh, like to ask, since we, we geek out about a lot of different things, uh, we like to ask you what you geek out about. What are your things that you kind of obsess over? Uh, clearly, it's, you know, comic books are related in there somehow with, with the shows that you host. But what kind of what kind of stuff do you get excited about, um, amped up about, got to know everything, got to get your hands on everything you can uh, to kind of learn about it? Um, what, 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 what do you geek out about? Oh, it's... I'm... I'm gonna try like not. I don't want to make too too long of a story of this. I mean, I am. I mean, I was. I mean, I will say DCV has become like a, a big passion of my life since since the Flash came on and so on. Because you know, I mean, it's created this whole universe now for the CW, and I, it's so. I mean, it's helping paving the way for creating more DC TV shows. You know, I mean, small shows like Smallville has done that too and whatnot. So, I mean, I I get passionate for, and I, I think I think what I get passionate about is getting to explore new characters from these these universe uh, that that makes it to live action. Like I've gone, for example, really stoked and more into Batwoman. Like I bought a bunch of comics. I am like dreaming about them doing a Funko for her, <laughs> and so it's. There's a lot of that. Um, I'm trying to think like specifically, like besides that, I am. That I I I gotta think about this one because there's That's a, fine. there's just there's just so much I <laughs> you know get into. Sure, sure, yeah. Like some examples, like myself, uh, I've always been an X Men fan, a Batman fan, and more recently, like collecting. I'm a huge Funko geek. Um, I've got pops everywhere in my room. Um, and I've just started, they started coming out with these, uh, X-Men animated 92, uh, figures and statue sets. And I can't get enough of those. I've got professor X Cyclops beast. And apparently I paid for, uh, Bishop and storm, which is on its way to my house right now. Um, <laughs> and I didn't even realize I paid for it, but, uh, I, that kind of th- wrestling, um, Kyle and myself, Kyle's kind of easing his way into the world of wrestling, but we're both wrestling fans. Um, I won't speak for him on anything else though. Kyle, what are some examples of mm. stuff that you geek out with? Uh, yeah, I mean, you already said uh, Funko, so that's a newer thing for me. But like computers and technology and video games and comics and, and, you, and you host a DC, yeah, you host a DC podcast show too. I, maybe you could turn the end. I do. Uh, I I'm a co-host of the Legends TV Talk podcast. Um part of the DC TV talk network. So yeah, that's something that's awesome. Cause it's the most uh, outlandish and out there podcast on the internet. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that. That's a bold statement. It is. There's only especially like, been, there's only like 17 podcasts our, in the world. Especially anyway. if you've been part of our live shows. It has been, <laughs> it's not like there's a lot of podcasts out there, so there's not much competition. No. <laughs> um, uh, and death to Bebo. Um, ah. I, hate, I hate that thing. Hey, uh. hey. <laughs> the pork. I mean, hey, death to porgs. And I mean, Bebo's <laughs> at least like, adorable. They don't like scream like crazy, like crazy things. I mean, the porgs are like. I just wa- re- rewatched the last Jedi a couple of days ago, and I'm like, those damn little suckers need to just go away. <laughs> See, this is where I'll disagree. <laughs> I love porgs, but. Uh... But yeah, anyway, that's just something I have fun with Kyle about. Uh, <laughs> stupid Bebo. That's the bag I got at SDCC, and I had to give it to yep. him because I did not want it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, so Titans, uh, they announced it. Wow, they've been teasing that show for quite some time, and finally it, it's here. Uh, all 11 episodes are out on the DC Universe app. I highly recommend you go check it out. It's a cheap little streaming service, and you get tons of stuff. In fact, I was just watching three new episodes of Young Justice today, and I'm loving that show as I loved it before. Um, I have a hard time keeping track of what characters they're introducing, because there's all new characters on that show that I don't even know. I've never heard of before, so... It's been pretty great so far. But Titans, live action show with Dick Grayson as Robin. It's what I've been waiting for forever. Dick Grayson is my favorite character from the Bat family, aside from Batman, obviously. But uh, for whatever reason, I wanted to be Dick Grayson growing up. You wanted to be the guy that was adopted by Bruce Wayne and then became Robin and then later became Nightwing and was, you know, uh, for me, dating Barbara and Starfire and just, you know, always, always had a way with the ladies. Um, and apparently he does on this show too. The man gets around. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, we found out quick that Brendan Thwaites was going to play Dick Grayson. And then later we found out Anna D- uh, Diop. Is it Diop? I-, I always screw that up. Um, I've heard some people say without, like it's a sign. I so okay. like Anna Doe. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, you might recognize her. She was on, uh, the last recent season of 24, the reboot type thing. Um, she played Starfire, uh, Tegan Croft was cast as Raven, and Ryan Potter as Beast Boy. So there's your main four Titans uh, for this season. Uh, we also got introduced to a few other characters, um, and we'll talk about them too. We got introduced to two different quote-unquote doves, a hawk, um, a second Robin, and a Wonder Girl, uh, which mm. uh, p- particularly I was I was geeking out about. Um, and the Doom Patrol. I was getting there. I'm sorry. <laughs> And mm-hmm. yeah, we got our first look at the Doom Patrol, who are getting their own series coming very soon to the DC Universe. I think in a couple of weeks, right? Uh, February, yeah. So yes. Yeah, yeah, coming very quick. Uh, they're hitting you with lots of content over at the DC Universe app. You get Titans, Young Justice, and then you're thrown right into Doom Patrol, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, February fifteenth, I believe. So you know, if you if you're hungover from uh, from Valentine's Day, <laughs> so don't go watch Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I, you know, I would nitpick on, and it's a small nitpick. This was like weekly television, so it came out every Friday, one episode at a time, which you know helps with the suspense. You can't binge it all. Young Justice is doing something similar; they're doing three episodes a week, um, but they're doing like twenty some episodes, so they're they're getting a little or something like that. But they're getting a lot more to play with, and they're doing two parts. So, um, but yeah, so you got a taste of this show every week. 11 episodes, uh, originally supposed to be 12, but they ended up saving, I guess, the second, or the, the, the actual finale for the premiere of the second season, or something to that nature. Um, Alright, uh, you know, we got past all the introductions to all these characters with uh, some, some set pictures and uh, um, uh, uh, designer, uh, I'm losing my mind with words right now, <laughs> uh, Leaks of pictures of what the guys would look like in their costumes and things of that nature. There was a whole uh, insane, uh, disgusting stuff about Anna being Starfire and just ugliness around. And hopefully that has all subdued. But we know the internet is an ugly place sometimes. Uh, most of the time, but not here. Um, so we got to look at them. And then, uh, of course, it's always different when you see them in action. We got that, that San Diego Comic-Con trailer where... With the infamous, uh, we don't, I don't swear here, but uh, F Batman line that that was dropped in the trailer, um, kind of turned some people away because their Titans are friend uh, friendly and funny and cute and cuddly and 
uh, Teen Titans Go and all that. Uh, if I remember right, the Ti- Teen Titans animated series was not dark so much, but it was it was heavy at times. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and, and being called Titans, you kind of had to feel like it wasn't going to be your Teen Titans of old. It was going to be older versions of some of them, like Starfire and Robin, are older. They're in their twenties. And then your teens are Raven and Beast Boy. I believe Beast Boy is a teen in this. Um, yeah, he's a few years older than Raven, but yeah. like he's not like he. I think he. It's just like maybe like by three or four, like an age difference. Yeah, yeah, they would have been like maybe a year apart in school or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this is this is an adult show. Uh, I believe that I don't know what the rating is particularly, but uh, there's swearing and there is blood and violence and uh, it's it's. I enjoyed the violence, I, especially for a character like like Dick Grayson in this show and the things he's kind of dealing with in this show. Uh, I think it was very necessary. And then Beast Boy later on, um, the, the kind of graphic nature of some of the things he has to go through. Uh, it adds a lot, I think. Um, so, 11 episodes. What was your, after the first premiere, the episode came out? I know I'm sure you've talked about it at, not, at length um, on your podcast, Andy, but what... Uh, like going into this the season, what kind of stuff you know you guys were were doing all kinds of stuff with your show. How excited do you think the fan base was for the show, or how scared were they that this would be taken, um, maybe in a direction that they were you know that their characters shouldn't be going. I think that regardless of if they were excited or not, I think there was a lot of. I think everyone has been wanting to see a Teen Titans show in live action for. A very long time because this is like this is a property that is almost made for television. It's made for serialized tele- storytelling, because you know it is a team. It is you know a family show in many regards, and that you know can go across multiple seasons. I mean, the Teen Titans has been you know a, there's been different generations of Teen Titans throughout all these years of comics and whatnot. So whether or not people, I mean, I think that there was whether it was positive or negative. I think everyone was excited to see. What would this show look like? And for us, I mean, we try to not let, you know, the people who would complain about set photos and whatnot. So, because we, I mean, what, a lot of us who, uh, are, I mean, I think all of us on Titans Podcast, we are all, we're all reporters, we're all writers. So, and we know that, you know, like, set photos do not do justice to, you know, like, like you know, because like these sheep photos, can, you know, can make anything look bad. Right. Like, and, and we had no context of what was going on. And it still doesn't justify how people behave against Anna. You know, we were, we, we all, you know, we all love, love strong women who, you know, and you know, who get to play these iconic roles. And, you know, of course, you know, it was uh, unfortunate, you know, that people, couldn't seem to accept the fact that, you know, she, because pe- people were mostly against the fact that she was black. Right. And then they ca- saw the cause and she called, they called like a black stripper from the 70s and whatnot. And didn't take anything into cause. So we tried to like shut all that out. But we would, of course, like amplify our support for Anna because she deserved that. Mm-hmm. But we went, going to the show, at least for me, I'm not going to speak for my hope, but for me, I was I was ready for something new because you know, like as much as I love the CW, you know, I'm, I'm an avid follower of the CW and what the Berlanti DC version has done for the past six years, and I was ready for something very different. Like I didn't want a you know a traditional Greg Berlanti type of show. I wanted something more. Like, I was cool. I was excited for the edginess and the darkness and whatnot. But again, like there's still, I mean, there's still, it's there's depth. Like this is 
was probably the closest thing that DC has done to being a Netflix show, like the way Marvel did, you know, with the Daredevil and the Jessica Jones and Luke mm-hmm. Cage and so on. Um, I don't know if I would call Iron Fist a deep show, but hey, he had his moments, uh, and <laughs> so I feel like they, you know, they did. It was fr- exciting to do something fresh and new. Like, you know, the, the, their pilot was very different from, like, how... Like, because, you know, almost every DC pilot that we've had so far is almost, like, exactly the same thing. Every, you know, it's a superhero who, like, I want to do good things, and I'm going to get a costume, and I get myself a team of, you know, a geeky nerd technician, and, you know, someone on the police force, <laughs> and right. yada, yada, yada. Like, it's, like, it's very, like, you know, like, the format is becoming very repetitive. So... And on times like it was a little bit different, you know, because there, there isn't a hacker, there isn't like you know, they, there isn't a costume immediately besides Robin's costume, and yeah, so like you know, I, I are, are we talking more like more just overall as a season, or do you, are you talking me talking about like just going to like the first few episodes, just the first, yeah, the the initial reaction. Yeah, like I I I dug the the darker side, the, the more grown up. Um, treatment of this show and you know because i mean you know, i know people grow up grew up with the teen titans as you know like you said cuddly and sweet and whatever so but you know people grow up some i mean people do grow up eventually and you know some people like they will you know not always remain the same you know i mean like i think starfire was still very playful you know like she like she's always been playful in a lot of things that i've seen her in sure. and you know raven was you know like she was the more weird one and whatnot because there, there was a lot of mystery and beast boy was you know full of heart and what and all that and dick was thick um <laughs> and i mean way because i'm just trying to find i mean he was i mean he was the more stoic he was the more heroic one i don't know he's the fatherly one so so yeah like i think that they, they accomplished you know doing something refreshing for dc tv and you know like showing fans that you know we can do different things than just the cw and what fox does and sci-fi does yeah and it definitely was different it was very very much not the typical uh origin show um these these characters well one or three of them uh, already existed in the world and were still kind of trying to find a new place for themselves. Meanwhile, Starfire and Raven and Beast Boy were kind of getting their origin stories, even though they already existed too. Their story was already kind of rolling when we meet them. Um, yep. <clears throat> Kyle, what did you think as far as the initial episodes and your kind of reaction to the, the first few? Uh, I enjoyed them. I mean, I was really looking forward to... I mean, I guess going a, going ahead a lit uh, just a tiny little bit like the Hawk and Dove episode because it was our first um, first live action take of Hawk and Dove, and I enjoyed that episode a lot. Um, I think those are great characters, and I think they should get their own show. But hey, that's just me. Um, but in terms of the the rest of the the quote unquote team, um, it was it was interesting to see how dark it got. Because uh, I wasn't really used to um, Dick being that dark. I've always had him, like, as Nightwing, um, be not really someone who would the stab end. someone right. in the face right. or um, break a leg. But and I, so, I, and I grew up with Tim as my Robin. So, but I knew I always knew that Dick was the first Robin. Sure. Um, so it, it's it was interesting to have him there. Um, I mean, also having having him be this old uh, in in this 
in this show to still be Robin was a little was a little weird, but I understood it. Um, Starfire, Starfire, I grew to like. I didn't really like her in the beginning because it was it's not it's not it's gonna sound weird, but it's not my Starfire. The, char- um, the character. The character, yeah, right. Because I'm always used to her being. God, it's gonna sound weird, but being orange. <laughs> okay. Um, because I'm, I'm. It's sure. It's it's just weird because it's it's. I'm not it takes, trying to sound. It takes, no, it takes a little getting used to. Right, and, and nothing against the actress. I'm just, no. I'm just wanting it to be like a good representation, and her not being. Like her, like how she is in the comics, was very off-putting at first. Sure, Corey. Corey's then... very different in the show as far as appearance. Obviously, she's not orange. Right. Um. And right. Her her Earth naivety is different. Uh, it's a different attitude on the show than it is in the cartoons. She's not as plucky. Uh, plucky. I don't. I don't want to say dumb, but clueless to Earth tradition. I guess would be the best she's... way because she's an alien. Yeah. Um, she's as what we used to call back in the back in the days a a valley girl, kind of with that whole like oh my god kind of thing. She is um, I, yeah, I guess she's portrayed in, in the, the comics in in the show not so much as we yeah, came uh, to know. Maybe maybe, maybe a girly girl. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would call it. Uh, maybe not that, but yeah, okay. But I did like it. I, I mean, I did grow to like her, and then Raven. Um, I got I could see some of the representation from. Um, their DC animated show Justice League versus Teen Titans. Sure. Where she was a little bit younger in there. And then I liked Beast Boy. Um I, I like his costume was very well done. I, I mean I wish it was green, but he's gonna grow into that. Um of course, but I just I kinda wished he had shape shifted more into other than the tiger, but hey, that's just me. I, that's a development all these, thing. All these opinions are mine, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a development thing, something they can You're use, right. they can hold on to and use as they go on, um, as the character learns more and more to use the power and the ability. Uh, I enjoyed very much the episode where Dick kind of trains them um, mm-hmm. to use their abilities. I thought that was a great episode. Um, but something I want to talk about now, we kind of dug into it, but the side characters. So we've got Dick Grayson, and he's Robin, and he's kind of going through this transformation. He doesn't want to be Batman um, so he's kind of stepped away from the costume um, and and the men- his mentor, which falls along with with the comic book version of Dick. Um, and it's not until much later in the series, uh, I guess I should say now. Spoilers for this whole season. Um, if you have not watched it yet, we're about to dig into some of the the deeper stuff of the season. Uh, but Dick turns away from the Robin costume. In fact, he burns it. Um, so perhaps in season two, we'll start getting towards Nightwing. Um, which would be pretty cool without the mullet. Um, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we got we got some development with Dick. A lot of lot more with Dick. I think uh, Corey's story uh, moved a little slower, kind of piecing together who she was because she has lost her memory. Um, and we find out at the end of the season kind of uh, what her true identity is and that you know what what she's all about. Raven is is in the main focus, I think, of season one. Uh, we're on her story for a lot of the time with, with her and, and, and Dick. And then Garfield, uh, Beast Boy, gets introduced a little later. And I loved the portrayal of, of Ryan Potter as Garfield. Um, I think he did a great job there. Um, but the side characters that they introduced are the... Uh, I don't really want to know side characters, but the uh, the, the characters that weren't from the part of the main cast, at least for this season, 
Uh, we already talked about a little bit Do- Hawk and Dove. Um, this is the not uh, meta versions of Hawk and Dove. They didn't have abilities that we could see. Um, at least, well, at least that we know of. I think Dawn might. Yeah, so she's got she has something going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's got something going on, but I mean, she's very very good reflexes because she's a dancer so right that could probably be what it is i i think she's got some empath things going on yeah um that maybe we haven't they haven't discussed out loud and they're and they're, they're not like the avatars of war and peace in right. here where they are in the comics so they're just street level people <laughs> yeah yeah hawk is obviously much much more aggressive but but dove it can get can throw down uh she mm-hmm. she got pretty aggressive in some fight scenes as well. Hawk, Hawk though, Alan Richardson as Hawk, he had previously played Aquaman on Smallville. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he had a good run as a football player on Buffalo Mountain State, or Blue, Blue Mountain State, excuse me. Um, State. Yeah, I don't know where Buffalo came from. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then he was a turtle. And then he was a Ninja Turtle, yeah. So he's all over the place with these franchises. But I think he did a great job as, as an aging, bruising, uh, beat-down Hank Hit Hall. Um just just a brutal life um his story is harsh yeah uh they got real dark with his origin story uh, between... i was not expecting that whatsoever no i didn't see that coming either but between him and his his younger brother uh don hall um and then don uh the way don and hank meet um is pretty intense too uh the backstory of Dawn and and Dick Grayson being a, a thing, um, also a little crazy, and that kind of being Dick's like dream world is that he's with her and they have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a cool ride seeing those guys all together. Uh, getting to see Don Hall as well was cool. Uh, but we also got to see not one Robin, but two. We finally got to see a live action version of Jason Todd, and I loved it. Uh, I, I, I like Jason Todd a lot, um, as the Red Hood. Um, I, I didn't like him as a Robin, uh, when I was younger reading the comics, but not many people did. Uh, that's why they voted to kill him. Um, <laughs> but if you don't know, that's the story in the comic books. There was a, a, a toll free number you could call at the end of the issue to vote if Joker kills Jason Todd or not. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, I recommend highly watching the animated under the Red Hood. Um, movie. I think it's on. I want to say Netflix, but it's also on the DC app. I think. I, I lose, oh, yeah. I lose track. Of it's, on the, it's on the DC universe for sure. Yeah, yeah. They might have pulled it from Netflix because it's on the DC app. Sure, sure. I know there's a couple still on Netflix, but um, yeah. So definitely check that movie out. It's a great movie, uh, and it's also got Dean from Supernatural who voices, um, Jason Todd. Uh. So yeah, it's Kieran Walters, right? That's how you say his first name, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he portrayed Jason Todd, and I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I liked the touch of him being in a wheelchair in the the uh, I don't know what you'd call it the the dream universe of Dick Grayson when he was kind of put under a spell by by Trigon. Um, I enjoyed that that whole thing. It was a weird episode to kind of go out on. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later. But what do you guys think of Jason Todd, uh, Andy? I mean, Jason Todd is one of my favorite DC characters. Like when they even announced that he was going to be on the show, like I lost my mind. <laughs> I'm like, 
Like the group, I I mean, we have a group chat for Titans podcast, and I'm like, guys, 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 we're getting like we're getting my boy on the show. They're bringing on Jason Todd. Like I can't, like, you know, I, mean, I just ramble and lost my mind, and I. <laughs> You know, I was so happy what they did. You know, he matches what I. You know, he was almost it was almost, almost like seeing Jason Todd ripped out of the pages from the comics. So he and I, because you know, I, I love I love seeing that contrast between a Robin who has given you know who has you know quit and a Robin that's just starting. Mm-hmm. So I I thought it was so much fun seeing him be brought on, and I really I you know like he's definitely I think he's definitely gonna have a big role in season two because. There's the whole, you know, I mean, on the subject of Hank and, Hank and Dawn, you know, Dawn, oh, yeah. you know, when she wakes up, she says, you know, we got to find Jason Todd. And, and Hank is like, who's Jason Todd? She's like, got no clue. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Uh, I was, yeah, when I saw the episode titles and I saw that there was a Jason Todd episode, I lost my mind too. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and <laughs> and then a Donna Troy one. I was like, this is, this is nuts. Um, but yeah, I love the contrasting of, just a worn out, I don't care anymore about Batman and his, his gig. And then this new enthusiastic one who gets to do all the stuff that he didn't get to do when he was a Robin. Like I loved while well, driving a Batmobile. Right, right, right. Not fair. Like just not fair at all. Um, well, I'm always here for petty dick. Like he <laughs> was so salty. Like I was like, Oh my God. He's like reverting back to being a teenager. Being like, you know, well, you know, I was the I was the first one. I was the cooler one. So whatever. Right, right. I was the first Robin, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great dynamic. What did you think, Kyle? Uh, I enjoyed Jason, Jason Todd. He de- he definitely did uh, scream and portray his character very close to the comics. Um, I mean, it it this definitely wasn't the Red Hood um, version of him yet, um, but. I was hoping for maybe a little little tease of like maybe just a little bit of a crowbar somewhere in the scene, somewhere he picks it up, sure, uses it, but didn't happen. Dream unfulfilled. Oh well. There were a uh, lot of Easter eggs in this show. There were, there were. Uh, I liked his suit. How it it was it was very close to what Dix was with some minor alterations mm-hmm. and the hair. The hair definitely, uh, but I. They kept they kept his origin story too, uh, yeah. Of how he met Batman, yeah. Taking the wheels off of the Batmobile and everything. <laughs> I I just didn't like how he would like really hurt the cops. Oh yeah, that, well, that's what that's the way our boy is. I yeah, mean, he is. That's why he becomes Red Hood. He doesn't trust the police even before he's Robin, um, and the fact that they need a Batman and a Robin, he trusts them even less. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, I guess, where my like. History of Jason Todd uh, is less because I I didn't grow up with a death and or sure. with him I only know him from a death in the family and then Red Hood yeah. so it's it was it was just weird seeing it's him difficult to see a guy dressed like Robin do the things he's doing yeah hit, and then hurt hurt the cops because they're like you're supposed to be on the same side right right with these people yeah and that's that's his dynamic which I'm glad they did because um, mm-hmm. there's got to be a, there's got to be something there that Dick needs to teach him. Um, because Batman, he's not gonna do it in front of Batman as at that length. I mean, he does things to get on Batman's nerves, but um, he's not he's not Damian Wayne. Um, no, no, he's not. 
Um, all right. Other characters we were introduced to, one of my favorites, and I'm really glad she was there, and she acted kind of like a bigger sister, I think, to Dick. Uh, she's a little older, just a little older. Um, it was Donna Troy. Um, she became Wonder Girl, um, and she had has a lasso of her own. She's She kind of... Um, is there for Dick when he has no friends, really? When mm-hmm. when Bruce kind of takes him in, um, does you know, she? They know each other because of the sidekick nature. They're both sidekicks. Um, so I like that the world building there. There's a Wonder Woman in this world, of course, and a Batman, and they work together, and so their sidekicks hang out together. I like it. Uh, but she's kind of put the Wonder Girl persona aside and is uh, a journalist, a photojournalist now. Um. I'm wondering, one, what you thought of the character, and two, is she going to be back, and will we see her as Wonder Girl, or is she fully retired? What do you think, uh, Andy? Well, I, I'll, I'll start with a second question. Uh, yes, she's going to be back, and yeah, you're going to see a costume. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so don't worry about that. That's going to be happening. Uh, I, you know... I said this on the title part, I will say here too that this was a great season for new women from for, for DC TV, you know, from, from the DC universe. And Donna was one of them. I thought that Con Leslie was, you know, I mean, I love Wonder Woman, you know, like you know, with Gal Gadot and all this. So it was nice, to, you know, that we we're getting some wonderfulness on 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 the small screen too. Mm-hmm. And I think Con Leslie, she felt like it felt it was watch. It was like watching two actors. Could have worked together for years, yes. and we knew this was their first episode together, and so she, you no, know, she was just absolutely phenomenal. Very much like, a, like she acted more of like a best friend slash big sister for Dick, which is like that, that's their dynamic in the comics. Mm-hmm. I was, we we were to play, we were a little bit concerned that they were going to be doing some romantic stuff between him and her, and, and thankfully they didn't, because yeah. that's not that's not the dynamic in the comics. So. I you know and also because and I said this too on uh, on this podcast is that Greg Berlanti shows tend to have tend to have a tendency to portray any man and any woman that is, is that's in a room together having to be automatically sexually attracted to one another. I'm <laughs> right. Like, right. I mean, I'm like Berlanti. There is such a thing known as platonic relationships, like not like. Because on the CW, everyone is shipped with each other. Like, you know, eventually, I think at some point, everyone on the show will ha- will have slept together, right? Unless they're re- related. related. I mean, yeah. Oliver basically slept with every woman on the show, besides except for his sister and mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God. Um, because I mean, the thing is, because we have Riverdale, we don't. I mean, we know how weird that can get. So who knows what could happen on these TV? Yeah. So no, but I thought Wonder Girl was amazing. I think she is someone that they're gonna. That I hope they definitely have her locked in. A series like regular for season two, and, and because she's one of the founding members of the team, time she is one of the core members of the team, so we gotta have Donna. Yes, I totally agree with that assessment. I love the original team and having Donna be a part of it, and having a Wonder Girl on TV is is, is only a good thing. Um, it's a character that's not explored often, even in the cartoons. So, um, it'll be cool to see. I mean, Young Justice does have a Wonder Girl. And there is history of a Robin and a Wonder Girl dating, but it's Kyle's Robin and a mm-hmm. different Wonder Girl. It's Cassie. Um, <laughs> so there's a little bit of a difference there. And and if the show goes long, like we hope it will, maybe we'll see that um, with, a, with a Tim and a Cassie. 
Um, what do you think, Kyle, about Wonder Girl? I think she, I mean, I think she will be like maybe not a series regular, but a, a series recurring guest star. And I think I don't think she'll be Wonder Girl. I think she'll maybe be more along the lines of maybe um, Dark Star with her black costume, because I think she'll put away the whole Wonder Girl persona and just be okay, uh, or just just maybe like just be her. like like Nightwing, like Dick and Nightwing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but I yeah, because this is again our first live action take of Wonder Girl, either version, and she portrayed it well. I, I I wish there was more that we got of her, but that's what a second season is for. Well, we know and, we should we know she should be part of the the, the first episode because she's just standing outside of the house, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And I mean, I'm I'm all for her coming coming on and keeping Dick maybe more grounded than what he is. Sure. Okay. And then maybe they'll lead to an, an infinite infinite crisis. Who knows? <laughs> I think a different channel is doing that. <laughs> no, that's oh, that's Earths. that's yeah, right. <laughs> uh, um, one thing I did uh, want to talk or, about, or maybe they'll deal with the the um, rebirth route, and she's molded out of clay. Yeah, and then is it Cassie? That's the robot. Uh, I didn't think Cassie was a oh, robot. Oh no, I'm thinking of Donna. I'm thinking of Donna. Anyway, Donna was the one. She's was made out of clay to destroy Wonder Woman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, I was very excited. I don't know about you guys to see uh, Tony Zuko represented on screen. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dick's decision to let him, the 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 the, the on screen showing of Dick and his decision, um, to about revenge was fantastic and, and and really I think emotional. Um, just another thing for that character. Uh, I I really loved what they did with Dick Grayson this season, and that's coming from I was very scared in my hotel room in San Diego when that trailer <laughs> came out. I was very scared. I'm like, oh no, what are they doing to Dick Grayson? Uh, but I was very very pleased by the end of even episode one um, with that scene in there. So, uh, and we did get a taste of the Doom Patrol. They got their own episode. That's how we were introduced to uh, Beast Boy, and we know through posters and a little. Um, little short video that cyborg is part of the team in their first season which has some people angry and weirdly uh aggressive on the internet but i think there's a way wait to... wait 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 time out time out aggressive people on the internet <laughs> wait 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 cow cow come here yep yep is it is he high i mean that doesn't exist right that people don't get angry on the internet right no no not at all not no, at no no okay okay so Dave, uh, yeah. Sh- yeah, sure. Yeah. Aggressive people. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> no, I mean, people get so ang- <sighs> oh. Sometimes I just get I just get tempted to shut down my Twitter account, whatever. So, but like, I'm like I gotta do it for work. So it's but like people get so testy. Right. Yeah, you mess around with Luke Skywalker or any beloved character, and they lose their minds. Yeah, but I would eat, like for. Like for this whole backlash about this fifteen second trailer for Doom Patrol. <laughs> not even a trailer, it's like a moving poster. Yeah. It's like it's just an introduction to these people and it doesn't Wait, even they got tell you angry they got angry about the posters? What where did that yeah. happen? <laughs> uh, yeah, and people... it's like so most of these people probably haven't watched the Doom Patrol episode of Titans because that episode was fantastic. I love the introduction of the Doom Patrol. I'm surprised they got uh Brendan Fraser to do to do it right away because this Matt, was and Matt Bomer. 
Yeah, because this was announced way before their announcement of a Doom Patrol TV show. Yeah. And um, then, but yeah. of course, now we're going to have a different uh, doctor, chief, chief, with uh, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, uh, I'm, ki- I'm kind of happy about cause... that's a, That's an upgrade, in my opinion. But yeah, it yeah is. <laughs> and it's like, and look, here's the thing. like, usually, I, I mean, I, they rapport a, a good friend of mine who does all the casting for the, these, the, the Berlanti show and so on. I felt this was a miscasting when it came to the guy who played him on the on Titans. Yeah. So like when they announced him, I'm like, first of all, Jupiter got some money in their budget. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> and secondly, like it's freaking Timothy Dalton, y'all. Like I'm, like, I'm, I mean, I felt I felt so blessed. And you know, the only weird thing is that you know we're going like they're not they're just never gonna acknowledge the fact that. This was this was a you know he was Mexican and now he is play, portrayed by a Caucasian dude. I'm like, but it's fine. It's Timothy Dalton. I mean he's a legend. I mean I'm not gonna question it. So I, I was on. I was stoked that they kind of like they kind of decided to upgrade him because he's also so charismatic. But yes, he can be very de- you know very, very devious. So yeah. I'm, uh, but I, but were people really a- a- upset about the posters that came out? I thought they looked great. Yeah, they look great. The thing that mo- the most that I think uh, the comments I was here. Excuse me. The comments I was hearing is why isn't Cyborg with the Titans? Why is he with this team? And that's just them not giving them a chance to tell the story. Everything I'm hearing is that Cyborg brings them together, as far as to be heroes, not just sitting in that mansion. That's what I heard, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. reading about. That's his his role. So I'm assuming maybe he is coming to them, having already maybe been with a group of heroes before, perhaps Dick um, at one point. Who knows? And now he's making this new team. I don't know. Well, well, it's also a bunch of, in in their words, outcasts living together, and Cyborg thinking that he is that's because he doesn't look like everyone else. Yeah. Because he has uh, cybernetic components. So in that sense, he is an outcast. So he fits well, fits in well with the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Now, I'm not 100% on, like, everything with the Doom Patrol, so well, I don't know if Cyborg has ever been a member of the Doom Patrol. He has this. That's what people were so confused about when they announced that he was going to be part of the show. But when they were casting the character, they did specify in the, um, in the casting breakdown that this you know this character may segue into future seasons of Titan. So it's like, and look, that's the... That's the beauty of it. This being a spinoff, that they, they can cross over. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, but but yeah, I mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. He, I mean, because he is a cybernetic kind of component, uh, for 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 you know for for the DC heroes and so on. I think it's again I mean, to have the task of being the one that brings everyone together. That's a huge role. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and almost the lead. Be all CGI. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it makes him more than just tech support because, like, sometimes I feel like they just use him as like he's the one who hags everything. Like, he gets to now be the heart of the team in many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you also got a, your first look at Crazy Jane, who wasn't in that that episode. So right. Um, you got a little bit more, and I don't know. I'm excited for it, but and I I didn't know a whole lot about Doom Patrol before Titan started. So once I started the casting, I'm like, I need to learn more about Doom Patrol because. That looks crazy good. Um, so we got the first look uh, at the Doom Patrol. We got our first live action look at uh, Raven's father, the main antagonist of this series um, in Trigon, played by Seamus, Se- Seamus Dever. 
um, from I think he's from Castle. He was on Castle. He was from Castle. Yeah, 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 that's the only only way I know know him from. <laughs> yeah, so he that was cool. Not not the the traditional look of Trigon, but there's a chance to see that later. He's right. more he's more portraying it, you know, as the the human version. Um, but he's he's a big bad for sure, and this team is going to need probably all the help they can get, and that's probably why we got Hawk and Dove looking for Jason Todd as well. Uh, maybe. Um, so it was cool to see Rachel Nichols played uh, Raven's mom, Angela Azarath. Uh, also a cool actress. I like her a lot. Um, so it was cool to see her. I barely recognized her when she was playing kind of strung out Angela. <laughs> like, I couldn't hardly <laughs> recognize her. She looked almost too young to be a mother. I'm like, yeah. you're, you're her mother? Like, like, when did you have her? <laughs> right. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right. So the finale happened. We got this whole episode, which the trailer for the episode at the end of Corey's episode, I'm like, what is going on? We're in this world where Dick is hunting down Batman after he kills the, this episode was amazing. All of the Easter eggs, the cool stuff you're seeing inside Arkham, all of this stuff was just super cool. Um, and then knowing that Batman is murdering all of these, these villains and stuff. And, uh, you know, that, um, Gordon is dead. I think Alfred was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, just insane. Um, what did you think? And let's leave the, 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 the credit scene out of it for right now. We'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, what did you think of the finale? How they wrapped things up? I thought it was weird. It was a little out of place to me, but at the same time, I loved every second of it. <laughs> like it was a cool, cool little break from the story that they've been telling, um, while still kind of putting a cap on or not a cap, but putting a, a bow on the Dick Grayson through line for the whole season of him um, moving beyond being a vigilante. Um, what did you think, Andy, of the finale? I was very torn about the finale, but then, like, because you know, it made sense that this was the first part of the finale, but it also made me kind of wish that you should have just done 12 episodes. <laughs> um, but, but you know, shade aside, I, 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 I feel like it made me realize that, that I never want to see Batman on this show. Like, whether it is reality or not, so I never want to see him on this show. I feel that he has... This version of Batman has such a negative effect on Dick that I kind of feel like he needs to be away from Dick as much as possible and just... Because, you know, like, I... I mean, I'll say this. Just speaking of the... Rea- you know, this... You know, I mean, I'll, I'll call it Trigonverse. I thought it was it was interesting seeing you know like him being with Dawn, having a kid, and you know you know Rachel and Gar being off to college. Yeah, I think that was cute. I was I I, I had PTSD when I, Jason came in on the wheelchair because I'm like, oh my god, they they, <laughs> they made he's the killing joke now. Yeah, like I I because you know I I, I I have strong feelings about the killing joke, but it was I I was shook as the kids say it, and so it, you know like. Because, I mean, I, I was just not prepared for him yeah. coming in in a wheelchair. Uh, because, like, I mean, I said this on, on my show that, you know, he, I, like, this character is like a son to me. Like, I'm very protective of him. So, like, mm-hmm. when he comes in a wheelchair, I'm like, who did this? Who hurt him? <laughs> yeah. I will cut, I will pull out their teeth. I will cut their fingers and beat them <laughs> with it. Um, so, I was like, I, I, I was just, I had so many questions about that. But I like I thought it was an interesting you know it was interesting seeing what was going on, but seeing you know, a murderous Batman like I felt like I mean it was just bound to happen at some point and mm-hmm. in in some live action interpretation, I hated the costume whenever I saw <laughs> it, was... it I was like it looked, I was like I, you know like the scene in the Dark Knight 
where he's like, I don't wear hockey pads. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't, but that guy does. <laughs> <laughs> they really should have kept him in the dark as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh... Well, I, I, I was like, I, I got into a fetal position. I'm like, what is this? This looks like the cape looks fine and the cowl looks very free, but everything is. I'm like, I saw like, I there's definitely a bad symbol on that chest, <laughs> and like, I, I, I was shook. Like, I was like, I was like, this, I do not approve of this, and I was definitely, I, I was just, whether he, like, even in the re, when in the real world when he doesn't kill. The fact that this was what drove Dick to losing, yeah, it maybe just that I never want to see Batman on this show. Like I, ne- I, I, in season one, I was like, we need to see him at some point just to kind of have a conclusion. But when I'm like, no, I feel like we need. To- this is not. I don't want like because for me, I describe the finale as this was a good, a good finale, a good episode. For a Bam and Robin show, guest starring a couple of Teen Titans characters, uh, yeah. and it didn't feel like a Titans season finale. It didn't even feel like a Titans episode because it and it, it didn't even feel like a season finale as a whole. I said basically, it felt like a, a solid Bam and Robin episode, mm-hmm. but as a finale, it didn't feel like a finale. It felt like a missing finale, if anything, right. but barely that. So, like for me, like as much as this whole reality thing was cool and whatnot. The end result was just so, like, it was hard because I don't want to see Dick like this. I don't want to see Dick defeated. And it's especially, I don't want to see Dick defeated at the hands of Batman. Now, I look at, this is going to sound really weird, but, like, Bruce and Batman, for me, I look at them as separate things. Like, mm-hmm. Bruce is a good thing for Dick. Batman is just maybe, like, the like the physical embodiment for toxic masculinity. <laughs> and I'm just like, so, like, for me, I'm just like, I... I hate this version of Batman. I hate th- this effect that he has on people. Like even the com- you know, just going back with the discussion that he and Dick and Jason had in episode seven. This is what Batman does to people. He turns them into weapon and makes them lose their humanities. And that's why I'm like, I, I never want to see Batman. I, 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 I would love to see an actor play Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But I never want to see him as Batman because I just like I don't have any trust in him. Yeah. Rant over. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Um, this felt like you know the episode everybody hates of Supernatural or Supernatural of uh, Stranger Things, where Eleven goes to Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. That episode, uh, which I had really enjoyed, um, is is a departure before the finale. You know, it's that 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 build up. We left this big cliffhanger, and now we're we're gonna go we're gonna tease you for one more week. You know that kind of thing. That's what this felt like. But then you don't get the finale episode the next week. Um. So if this had been the the penultimate episode, I think I would have been more okay with it. But it was the finale, and it felt it left me felt feeling a little weird because um, you don't get the Teen Titans stuff till the very end, or the Titans stuff, and it's just really Raven and Dick. It's just one. It's just one scene. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. But you're. I know. You know. Uh, my heart broke when when Corey died, even though you knew it was like a. Ugh. It wasn't real. Um. Don't remind me. <laughs> I, 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 I I screen on my you devil. <laughs> <laughs> what uh again not talking about the 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 credit scene. What did you think, Kyle? The finale. Um, piggyback on on Andy's uh Batman. Uh, God, never again. Um, but that cowl is definitely from like Batman and Batman Returns. That's a that's a Tim Burton costume. Yeah, that's a Tim Burton cowl. Uh, but ah, yeah, okay. hockey pads. Hockey pads, because yep. there was a like a behind the scenes like uh, Instagram post with that actor who played it, and you could see like the full front 
of his suit, um, there was no bat signal on there or symbol on there whatsoever. So it's superimposed? So <laughs> We're just supposed that? to imagine it? <laughs> I can't even imagine it. It's, it's not even a... It's not even a bat suit. He may have the cape and cowl, but yeah. if there's no if there's no bat symbol, it's not a bat suit sure. to me. Um, other than that, it was it a drape. Was... It was a drape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, it definitely was lacking in that whole like season finale kick. Yeah. Um, and there was also like a behind the scenes um, thing that DC Universe put out that had a scene with. Uh, Raven and Starfire in their like comic X comic X accurate costumes. And I was mm-hmm. waiting for that in this whole, in, in this whole episode. And I was upset when I did not see that at all. And then later finding out that there, there was a plan for episode 12 to happen, but they're restructuring it for season two. So there's still hope for that. But if, if there was an episode 12 this season, it definitely would have been a better season finale. Um, and the whole dream thing, I kind of guessed it right off the back bat when Batman started killing everything. Cause I'm like, that's not Batman at all. It, it's, it's the, it's the Batman who laughs, but it's definitely not Batman, which in, in the sense is Batman because he's Bruce Wayne from whatever. <laughs> okay. We got um, it. <laughs> but he's uh, not, he's not the Batman that everyone else knows because yeah. he would not, his whole thing is not killing. Uh, real quick, do we have any idea when the show comes back? I am hoping uh, they. There's rumors of them starting production and uh, principal photography in February, but no, no release date for the season. I th- I have a feeling they'll probably start again in October. Okay. Just I like think... they did. Oh, sorry. Go oh, go ahead. I think that it's gonna be because um they really they. Re- they want to have one DC show out at a time. They don't want to put out two at the same time for some reason. And so what I believe they're going to be doing is I think they're going to save it maybe till late November, December. Um, cause I, because they got renewed in October. I mean, I, I, I think they knew they'd been renewed for quite a while. So I think they, there's probably been scripts written already for season two and whatnot. So I think, I think that's rumor. I mean, whatever rumor that rumor comes from that they're going to start filming, in February, I think that's definitely true. I think they're definitely gonna get ready to do that, and because um, I mean, all, I, on Instagram, like the, all the actual sharing stories and so on like, from them being on trips right now and so on. So I think eventually they're probably gonna go back to Toronto and start filming season two, and because uh, this year, I mean, like, this year's gonna be a, a crucial one for them in PR wise, whatnot. Because Senior Comic Con, like you know, that's when they can finally have a big panel. Yeah. And they can do big things with the show and whatnot because they didn't have a sing- single presence at Comic Con last year, other than the fact they had Ed had from um, uh, in the DC Universe experience, but that uh, that was pretty much it. So yeah. I I think we're gonna it's gonna be the last show of the year because we have Swamp Thing yep. and Young Justice and Star Girl. So and Doom Patrol. So I think that yeah, it's definitely gonna be the end. Of, I don't. I hope it's not the beginning of next year. Oh yeah. Because I'm because I'm that way. I just want my show back. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I found a graph that has all of these shows, 
The only ones besides Young Justice that overlap is Stargirl and the Harley Quinn animated show. When is that? At the end of the year. Okay, that that is 2018. The the Harley. That Quinn. is yeah. yeah. Uh, Harley goes in goes like is mid October through. The, I mean, this graph is weird, but through December. Oh, and when does mm. Stargirl end? Stargirl ends uh, like mid December, near the end. Oh man. But so I might... mean, this is this is a, a graph from like uh october okay so that all i mean it's, changed. it's yeah. recent right right yeah oh boy all right well we could have a long wait uh all right the last thing before uh the second to last thing what do you have a favorite episode from the season or a favorite uh like arc for the whole season i'm gonna start with kyle this time uh favorite episode was definitely hawk and dove just because okay. it was their first introduction of it um, rough, rough episode. <laughs> it was a rough episode, but I, I enjoyed it because it's like, okay, you're, we're, we're, introdu- we're introducing two new characters, two new characters that most people don't even know about and putting them into the fray. And then you also have the nuclear family too, which I've never heard of. So that was interesting. They, it was, it was rough with those, with those people, but yeah, they got the job done. <laughs> uh, I hate, part. I hated it got so much. <laughs> <laughs> So when Favorite their heads part. exploded, I was like, I was like, good on you. Well, well, you the whole head explode thing was like a little bit of Suicide Squad, too. So I'm like, why would they choose well, to do that when they could have just, like, well, I don't know, maybe that's where they Well, maybe that's where they get the technology from. Yeah. Uh, but favorite uh, storyline? I guess it's all of just Raven's storyline because it's, you're following her. So yeah. you're following her and Dick, but mainly Raven. Man, I kept Raven. I kept getting so angry at Dick when he let her down. Like when she finds out he was gonna leave her with with uh, he was kind of a dick. Yeah, I was like, "What's the matter with you, Dick? Come on!" Yeah. Oh man. Um. All right, Andy. What about you? He's a tie for me between the Doom Patrol episode, the Jason Todd episode, and the Donald Troy episode. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Because I never, I never stick to rules when it comes to these things. So like, <laughs> I, I will just be like, listen, I'm gonna cheat. Uh, but like, those are the three episodes I keep going back and rewatching all the time. Because Jason, like I said, he is my son. He is my boy. He's my favorite. Uh, and uh, also, I love seeing you know the fa- you know the family aspect that Dick had with the circus. Yes. So that was, it, it was very powerful for me. Donna Troy episode is because Donna Troy is my bae. She, I mean, I, I will, I, I, will, I will quit my job and work for her. Like I will be, be I will be her Jimmy Olsen if I need to. Sure. And uh, I, so she is just such a great character. And Drew that was like, it also came out during Halloween, which I thought was perfect because, like, you know, with the, with the, with the big house and all that, it was fitting. And you know, seeing Robot Man and uh, you know, crazy negative man cooking like the. Like, what, does he just like stand around all day long just cooking food and like then just go to bed? Like, is that basically all he does? <laughs> it seems if like so, it. <laughs> if so, if so, then I need to marry that man because that's that food and the sleep, you know, because like, that's all I do. Uh, so I, no, I, that was so, it was just a fun episode. And so, a favorite arc, I think for me, it's a tie between Starfire and Dix because, like, I love the mysteries of Starfire, why mm-hmm. she's here and all that. But also, I love seeing Dix's con- continuing battle of trying to escape the bath. Yes. Um. So, yeah, that's I guess that's for me. Yeah, yeah. Mine is easy. It's Dick Grayson's storyline. It's just, yes, exactly how you put it. Escaping the bat, getting out of his shadow. 
making sure he doesn't become him. Um, I've always loved that aspect of Dick. Um, and they did it in the animated series, and they, they're doing it here. I loved it. Um, uh, the Doom Patrol episode is fantastic because not only is it just a, kind of a little bit of a departure because you got these new characters, but you're introduced and they're given full, like, characters. Like, these are mm-hmm. full people. There's a whole world of these people in this house, and they have these stories, and you're instantly feeling bad for Robot Man because he can't taste the food or whatever. And just all of these things, they did such a great job, and it's all really through the eyes of Rachel. So that's what makes it even greater is this 14-year-old girl is acting so well with this new group of characters that we're only going to see for 44 minutes, and it worked out very well. Um, And it's a Jeff Johns episode, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, shocking. you can't go wrong with Jeff Johns. Yeah, the Hank and Don episode was also Jeff Johns. Um, oh yeah, that was um, that that's one that's a controversial one for us on Times Podcast because we, it was. I mean, it, we we get a, we give a disclaimer to people like this is like it, this is this is a triggering episode. Sure. So please watch us with caution. Uh, and discussing it was like I mean I I felt I was emotionally drained talking about the episode because I felt I mean it was it was beautiful I mean it was compellingly written but it's still I mean you can't deny that it was because this these were heavy topics and that's what yeah. I but it's but it's part of the, I love that this was that the show does that kind of thing yes. that's kind of why I like you know I look at it as you know somewhat deeper than. The Arrowverse shows. I mean, I, the Black Lightning is very deep. So I feel Titans and Black Lightning are like they—they're exploring new territory that the, that the shows are just aren't. Right. I think I think with this show, with especially with the Hank character, what pushes a man like Hank to become a hero, or to fight back, and that dark story can push you one of two ways, really, and for a hero, for a person to overcome what happened to him, um, and to do what he did to protect his brother, uh he was born to be a hero and this, this, this journey he goes on through his whole life where she really pushes him to go back to that life. Um, cause they only did the one night really, or well, they did a couple nights, I guess they were kind of making their own way or was it the one night? It was the one and done. It was the one night and then they, then the then they had sex. What? What? No, <laughs> the one night where him and his brother fight in the, in the park oh. and then he died oh. the next day. Right. Yes. I think so. I could be wrong. I thought it was it's been pretty... a while since I've seen that episode. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I think it's it's a very real way I think of telling us of how a person would become a vigilante like that in a world that already has vigilantes existing, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, my favorite episode was uh, together where they all train together for the first time and they're all kind of you know come together as a group. Um, I I don't know. I really enjoyed that episode for whatever reason, and that's that's at the end where we finally see Jason Todd. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. What's up, bro? <laughs> I'm I'm Jason. I'm the new Robin, and Dick is like, what? A great entrance to a show, mm-hmm. just fantastic. Oh. Um, all right, so that's what we thought of Titans. Let us know what you thought. Hit us up on on social media at Atomic Geekdom. Let us know what you thought of the show. What you're looking forward to for season two? I heard Jeff Johns is teasing a version of Deathstroke for season two. Yes. yes. Uh, can't wait for that. I mean, we've already gotten some and, Death- and Jericho. And Jericho, yeah, yeah. Tom's gonna love that. Um, Tom's as a long huge... as we get Terra too. Eventually, eventually, I, you know, I, they could do. Dude, they're gonna do Judas Connor at some point, and I want <laughs> that to be a buildup. I want him to be a buildup for that, so that yes. in season three she can be introduced. It's got to be a big deal. Yeah, that's they got to do it right. And if they have to change her name to do it, so it's a big surprise. That's fine by me. Uh, question: 
Are we talking about the post credits or no? Yep. Okay. I was gonna do it like a post credit thing. All right, then edit this part out. <laughs> Too much work. Uh, um, so yeah, let us know what you thought about Titans. What show are you looking forward to most in the DC universe? Has it already happened? Is it Titans? Is it uh, Young Justice, Swamp Thing, uh, Doom Patrol, um, Star 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 Girl? That's the one. Um, any of it. Let us know what you're looking most forward to. Uh, Andy, where can people find you? Should you wish to be found on social media or on the internet? Uh, people can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Edward If they want to find me talking talk about more DC TV, I co-host Flash Podcast and Titans Podcast as part of the DC Podcast Network, uh, where we have podcasts for all all DC TV shows. Uh, so if you just want to enjoy, you know, people talking about DC TV, that's where they, that you can find me and my colleagues. I work for the, I run I run the mallport.com, so find me there. And I also write for Fansign that hashtag show. So if you want to see my writing, that's where you can find me. And we'll put links to almost all of that stuff in the show notes, if not all of it. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of lot of credits there. Um, and and I'm 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 hearing rumblings of a possible new podcast coming soon about a very voyeuristic group of heroes. I am. Uh, my publishers tell me I, that I'm deliberate of not <laughs> confirming or denying any such um, rumors. So I um. But we did just announce that we're doing a Star Wars podcast and Swamping Radio. So, nice. I mean, there's that, but I mean, got... I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> there's a, a Batwoman podcast, too, coming, right? Hopefully. Well, that's what, that's, that started. Oh, okay, uh, okay. And the, and the, the, the girls are actually going to be starting putting out episodes, I think, later this month. or Sorry, next month. Uh, but, uh, no, so, yeah, we, we have a lot... We have a lot of new voices in the network this year, <laughs> and I'm I'm very excited about that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I got I got to get jumping on that Batwoman podcast. I'm excited for that. Show. Oh, I mean, we gotta get you. I mean, we I listen. I'm gonna get you on the Flash podcast first. Like that's. Oh sure, yeah. I gotta get caught up on the season, but yeah, I've only watched the crossover event. You're um, not you're, you're not caught up. No, I'm I'm two episodes in, and then plus the crossover. Bro, 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 just go to cwtv.com or download the CW app and watch it. That's what disclaimer, I do. Dis- yeah. Disclaimer, the CW did not pay me to say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle, where can people find you should they wish to find you? And uh, you already mentioned your podcast, so if you want to do it again, yeah. I guess you can. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KyleKrause89. You can also listen to me on the uh, Legends TV Talk podcast on part of the DC TV Talk network. And that's where all you can find me. All right. Unless uh, you know where I live, and then, well, set up. I don't even know where he lives, but I know it's close. It's, it's yeah, it's closer. Yeah. Um, all right, we've been teasing it. There was a little a little scene at the very end of the finale episode, kind of teasing a Young Justice character, um, in, a, in a Young Justice way, I should say. Uh, somewhere in Metropolis, uh, a person designated as Subject 13 with a very familiar S-looking logo that means hope, uh, escapes a laboratory and frees a Eyes of Red Labrador Retriever. Woo! So Superboy... Sparky! Sp- oh, Sp- wait, no. Sparky. Uh, <laughs> Superboy, the Superboy <laughs> and Crypto apparently are headed their way to, to the fight. Uh, what, what do we think about this? What do you think, Andy? I'm so freaking excited <laughs> uh i i mean i knew it was coming so like but just seeing it i'm like <gasps> it's, i mean like i mean cadmus lab yes. i mean this is just so dope uh i it made me it made me very decided for drunk justice 
And I, it was interesting because you know I um because you know Kyle said he will you know Tim was his favorite Robin like I I guess it was interesting to see because you know, I think Connor was a fur the third generation Teen Titans uh, part part of the third generation of Teen Titans so yeah. it's kind of interesting that they're mixing it up a little bit uh, um but hopefully Connor is maybe like what sets up for eventually a, a, a Tim Drake to come in yeah maybe in three or four seasons from now and so on because that's the thing this show can become very much of an anthology series uh so but the, i i thought it was great i can't wait to see who they're gonna get to play connor and for the love of all kryptonian gods don't put him in that red and black costume put him in the t-shirt <laughs> yes put him, like just yeah. put him in a damn freaking t-shirt or i so help me god or so help me Rao. i will <laughs> i i will i will I can curse, right? Yes, you can. I I will cut a bitch as the kids say it. <laughs> like because I like I just I love that T-shirt so much that like whenever I see like comics trying to do it different, I'm like guys, it is so simple. <laughs> Jeans, a couple of boots, and a red, black, and red T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's so Random easy. Number. Like a pair of boots, some jeans, and a black T-shirt. Let's go. Come on. All right, Kyle. What did you, what did you think? I, I love the tease. Uh, I was not expecting crypto to pop up. I was, I was, I was expecting uh, Connor to show up, albeit in shadows. But <clears throat> sure. I love the Cadmus Labs. Um, I'm Connor. I, I mean, Jeff Johns' run of Teen Titans is the is the run I go back to for for Connor more than Death of Superman uh, because I wasn't reading comic books all that much the back then super, but Superboy with the leather jacket yeah that is that whole 90s phase <laughs> that's the, the that's, phase. that's my Superboy and I hate it we don't we, we don't talk about that <laughs> no that's the one I lived through guys well, and I'm still version, but that version of the costume is coming back in in don't, Young no, Justice no, no. Book by Brian Michael Bendis yeah. I, I know I know <laughs> but <laughs> I but and I'm I'm all for Connor um, in his jeans and his black and red shirt because yeah. I have that shirt and I love that shirt. <laughs> and everyone, everyone Kyle, who Kyle's, asks, Kyle's, oh, no, you're wearing a Superman shirt, and I go, no, I'm wearing a Superboy shirt. Get it right. Kyle's been known to, <laughs> to want. Kyle's been known to to run around convention floors flying like he's Superman, like a little kid. Yep. Just running I mean, around with his arms I'm, extended. I mean, I mean, is there any other way? <laughs> no, there's not. And everybody, not. everybody follows him, runs him around like a conga line. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, Kyle, you're, you're doing something right. <laughs> I know. He's doing Rouse work. Um, all right. Last. I also have the exact same socks. <laughs> nice. All right. My last question. Uh, also, I am very excited. I'm not a Superman fan, but I am a Superboy fan. Figure that out. Um, I also love Supergirl. So, Superman. Eh, it's because I like Batman. I think that's why. Um. Last question, then we're going to wrap up here. I, I wanted to ask this earlier. What is one character from the Teen Titans roster, or Young Justice, because they kind of blur the lines here at this point, that they have not talked about yet or introduced, or maybe even teased, that you would love to see added to the team in future seasons? One character. Oh, I know, I know mine. All right, hit us. Wally. Oh, do you... I want to see, I, I want to see Wally on the show. Do you think they'll, they'll be able to? I mean, here's the thing. The Flash is not really something that... I mean, it, there's always been this whole controversy about the restrictions between DC, whatever, and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, the fact that we now... We have a cyborg now on TV. Right. And, you know... And, and, the, and the thing with Wally West is that, you know, they, you know on, on CW, they have... You know, they have the African-American Wally West, who is kind of like a combination of 
the pre-52 Wally and the new 52 Wally West. But on, on times, they could just bring in the Caucasian one with the red suit and you know so on. Or maybe sure. not. I mean, I don't know if I... I mean, I, that means that we we wouldn't get to see all of the things that he went through if he wasn't Kid Flash. But I, I think Wally is, you know, because I think it's also important that Dick has, you know... A best friend. As much as... It, as much as he has a female best friend in Don, he needs also to have a male best friend too. Yeah. Uh, and Wally is such a, you know, because they basically almost have all the me- iconic members now Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, Wonder Girl, Robin. And, you know, I think well, if we have Wally, I think they basically have the complete set. Yes. I, I just watched one of the episodes of Young Justice where he actually calls uh, what the, the um, Roy Harper clone. He calls him Wally because Wally's dead in the Young Justice universe. I I just about started crying. Or, I just about he? started crying. Is he? <laughs> or, or yes, yes. Or is he? Or is he trapped in the Speed Force? We don't know. He's just gone. But for all we know, like Artemis, he's dead. <laughs> um, I about cried because the relationship they built with Wally and Dick on that cartoon is so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he died, quote unquote, um, in the finale. I, I about lost it then. And then this moment where grown Dick calls, uh, I think they call him Will Harper. Now he's not Roy anymore. He calls him Wally or wall. And I about lost it when, when will called him out on it. It was fantastic. All right, Kyle hit us the character you want to see brought to, to Titans. Uh, uh, it was a choice between Wally or, uh, Calder Aqualad. Ah, so Aqualad. Yes. yes. I love it. So, because he he got his start in Young Justice, uh-huh. um, and then he transitioned over into Brightest Day. So, so going from uh, cartoon to the comic book, then going into live action would be pretty awesome. Sure. So, seeing Calder on live action, plus having a plus after the recent success of Aquaman, having a a teen version of Aquaman on a team would be would be kick ass seeing on screen yeah that would be cool and that's there's a place for it absolutely uh if they look at the box office numbers um Mm -hmm. maybe not the rotten tomato score but Uh, we don't look at that (laughs) screw rotten tomatoes i mean this movie is i mean it's a great uh, people go watch go watch aquaman go see aquaman (laughs) yes this claim one of our students did not pay me to say that (laughs) but they pay kyle um yep oh okay and that's yep. Never mind. They they pay it. They pay him. <laughs> it's because I turn the it's because I turn the job down. I <laughs> I wanted to promote your products for free. They they pay me in food, not in money. Yeah. In um, Warner Brothers <laughs> Studio bucks. Yep. Uh, which are no longer Warner Brothers store gift certificates, which isn't a thing anymore. I know. Um, sad day. Uh, I my character, it's uh you know I would love to see Wally. Um, I absolutely would love to see Wally, but I went thinking the route that that couldn't happen. My is a toss up. Uh, he was a member of the Titans at one point. He was never a Teen Titan that I can remember. And I am jonesing for some willpower on one of my live action shows. I want Kyle Rayner to join the, the Titans. Oh, ooh. Wanna... yeah, he was. Yeah, he was never. Ooh, he wasn't a Teen Titan, but he was a Titan. Um, so in the I think the ninety nine version. I can't. Well, remember. they're doing how Jordan and John Stewart on the big screen. So why you know why couldn't we have? Yeah, Kyle Rayner. They keep they keep just punching me in the face with teases for it on Arrow, and it's making me angry. Um, just give that's me hell, Arrow, Jordan. That's what Arrow does best. They, yeah. they will tease you and piss you off. Uh, or in my in my instance, they will take one of my beloved characters in Black Canary and oh. f- f- Fred her 
So that Oliver can have a storyline. Yep. Yeah, that was... Oh, man. I used to get... Not angry. I still loved the show back then. But every time they, they like adopted a Batman story for Oliver, I'm like, Oliver has a wealth of stories. What are you doing? Use his own. Let Batman have his stories. Let's tell some awesome Green Arrow stories. And now they're doing that with the Longbow Hunters and stuff like that. But... I had a, there was a run there where I was getting angry, <laughs> um, but I still love uh, the show. I don't blame you. Yeah, I still love the show. I kind of stopped. Uh, it's a different podcast. Um, all right. Um, I want to thank you, Andy, so much for joining us. This was fantastic. This was a great time. I love. I. I. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. We'll have you back. Um, uh, when oh, season two wraps. You. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, talk. Okay. We'll talk Titans. Um, we'll have you back for other stuff too, of course. Uh. Maybe maybe the next crossover. There's some big event happening on the on the Berlantiverse. Something huge. Uh, I don't they're know. Yeah, no idea what you're talking about. They're, they're getting shawarma. Yes. That's no, shawarma. wait, no, that's different <laughs> team. Sorry. Uh, the, yes. Well, the ones that aren't dust are getting shawarma. <laughs> oh snap! No, 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 no! Why would I say that? All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell a friend. Also, tell a friend about all of Andy's podcasts, Kyle's podcasts. We spread the love here. There's no competition. We're all just podcasters doing our thing. We all just want to help each other have fun. So go out there, listen to some podcasts. Tell a friend about those podcasts. That's what we do here. Be nice to each other. Stop picking on each other. Have fun with the things you love. If you didn't like it, just keep your mouth shut and move on. All right, that's our show. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. (laughs)